Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The $1 million Group 1 Black Caviar Lightning will be run tomorrow at Flemington. In fact, it was the world's highest rated Group 1 sprint last year. There's a lot of anticipation about tomorrow at the home of racing in Melbourne. And it's great pleasure to have uh, the VRC CEO, uh, Steve Rossich, on the line with us. G'day, Steve. Hello, Sam. How are you, mate? Great to have you on. You'd be excited. You're all over it. The world's highest rated Group 1 sprint here at Flemington tomorrow, the Black Caviar Lightning. It has the world's best sprinter, Nature Strip, mm-hmm. the world's best jockey, James McDonald, and we think one of the world's best race courses. So yes. it should be a great day at Flemington tomorrow. Over 1,000 metres. And I'll see you just quickly. Mother Nature's going to play ball for you too. You'd be, you'd be quite relieved about that. We want to bank these days for future Melbourne Cup carnivals, but <laughs> delighted, to, delighted to have great weather here at Flemington, um, in the, around about 11,000 people on course. Um, wide expanses of Flemington will be a great place to be. Plenty of action on and off the track. Oh, perfect. Not too hot, not too cold. And it's an historic day as well, isn't it, Steve? So uh, we're hosting here the first world pool on any Australian race meeting. So for those who are unaware, Tabcorp's done a deal with the Hong Kong Jockey Club. So the Super Tab is combining with the Hong Kong Tote Pools and that, and that's for all races. That's right. It's a, it's a three-way partnership between the Hong Kong Jockey Club uh, with Tab and also uh, the Victoria Racing Club here at Flemington. And, you know, a first for us, a great initiative. It just means that, um, you know, the punters on course and uh, and participating in uh, wagering on the day, participating in a larger pool. And uh, it's a first, so we're still seeing what that impact that has, but more people interested in the racing at Flemington um, is a good thing. You mentioned the world's best sprinter, Nature Strip. So take us through uh, the field here. We've got uh, the two-time Group 1 winning mare, uh, Rock and Horse. We've got the three-year-old Cool and Gatter as well, but they're all... They're all fighting to usurp Nature Strip. Yes, and, and look, it'll be great to see. And I think that you know it's a unique um, you know, race, straight down the straight, no bend. Um, it's um, Australia's only 1,000-metre Group 1 contest. Six of 11 runners are Group 1 winners. You mentioned Nature Strip, who's mm. you know, the world's best sprinter. Um, you know, trained by Chris Waller, ridden by James McDonald, um, arguably the best trainer and, and best jockey going around. Um, but... Plenty of uh, talent chasing Rock and Horse, who just keeps surprising the youngster, the three-year-old Cool and Gatter. Um, so there's a lot for people to really partake in that race. It'll be an exciting 1,000 metres. Yeah, so just going back over the last couple of years here. So Nature Strip, I think a narrow second um, last time out, and uh, one in 2021, of course. Yeah. yeah. Is a Black Caviar was the, the only or the most recent one to s- successfully defend her title in the 1,000? That's right. Yeah. Um, you're all over it. Oh. And um, so given it's not consecutive titles, but it'll be, you know, a second title of Nature Strip and, and, you know, it is the favourite. So that's the one to beat. Um, but, you know, experts mm. better than I in terms of <laughs> looking at uh, horse flesh and understanding form suggest that uh, there's a few other horses that could um, have claimed for tomorrow's event. 
Now, if people are getting along or planning to get along, uh, Steve, uh, ticket prices start at 25 bucks for adult. What about, what about off the track? I mean, what do you got set up from down there at Flemington? The team's done a great job. We've got a couple of big events, first of all. We've got the Love Letter Racing, which is sold out. Uh, we've got um, you know guests and patrons from the Asian Racing Conference, uh, conference sorry, that are being hosted. Um, but plenty of action on the front lawn, food trucks, pop-up Pim's Bar, and live entertainment between the races and also after the last. So plenty to enjoy, including a, a fine race card, world-class uh, talent on the course, and uh, plenty of space off, uh, on the Great Flemington Lawn. And the best part about it, it does set the scene, doesn't it, for March? So next month, I think you've got three Group 1s there, some 27 races. Um, you tell me, I think maybe $11 million in prize money as well. So March is going to be massive. It is. We've, we've fought hard for this and, and delighted to have three Saturdays in March at Flemington, Australian Guineas Day, Super Saturday, and the now standalone Australian Cup Day, which will be a real pinnacle event in the autumn. So it allows us to bring that carnival feel um, and to build across the three days with the ever-popular Super Saturday sitting right in between. Mm. Looking forward to it tomorrow. Steve, I wanted to... We're speaking to VRC CEO Steve Rossich, of course. I wanted to ask you about a couple of, I don't know, more broad industry matters, if you like. There's a fair bit going on at the moment when it comes to, I guess, the wider racing ecosystem in this country. Um, in fact, it's in the courts in Sydney at the moment, obviously, racing New South Wales, taking four states, including Victoria, to court in a bid to uncover those uh, alleged secret documents, Peter Volandi says uh, constitutes anti-competitive behaviour. I mean, are we strapping ourselves in for the long haul here, Steve, or, or do you like to think it can be resolved relatively quickly and some bread broken? Well, what you're talking about there, Sam, is really a matter for racing Victoria and not, not for us mm. as, a, as a race club to really comment on. But look, I think what we do see just generally is race club and administrators, which um, really are here for the betterment of the sport and that'll play out over time and we want to keep pushing this sport forward. It it, it drives a lot economically, um, employs a number of people, is a major event. I mean, the Melbourne Cup Carnival is yeah. um, the number one economic contributor of major events in this state. So um, I think all that'll play out and we'll just keep moving forward as a, what is a great sport. And I know you are at arm's length from it, but just speaking broadly, would you like to think the industry could all just, for lack of a better phrase, get along, or is it is that naive thinking? Is there always going to be that competitive, I guess, spice to things? It's both, isn't there? I think sport's best, any business is best when there's collaboration, so that's what you're hoping for. And at the same time, competition's good, mm. and uh, we'll continue to rise to competition and make sure we put on the best show um, as possible, not just for the, for the industry and the sport, but for the public at large. I'm sure you're keeping tabs on the uh, the Asian Racing Conference, which is on in, in Melbourne at the moment. I just saw earlier this week, uh, Andrew Jones, obviously Racing Victoria CEO, uh, said he might have even been as specific as to say, uh, Steve, that racing needed to toss the fancy dress codes out the window to try and attract a, a new and younger audience. I know Hong Kong Chiefs have also said recently that the sport needs to look perhaps more laterally to, to lure what they say is a, a dwindling younger fan base. I mean, what, what are your thoughts on, on that line of thinking? Oh, look, I think it's created a headline um, and at this time when there's much more being discussed, but I think it's important to note and we'll have some stats out soon on the Melbourne Cup Carnival, but our younger audience uh, was well and truly up, mm. and that's pleasing to see. And you'll see that again on Saturday, the expanses of Flemington, a broad audience, including uh, dressed in race wear and in casual wear. So we cater for everyone here. We do have member dress code regulations, and they apply to the member areas and are celebrated. But outside the member areas, um, there's no restrictions. Um, I think you'll see 
everything from uh, traditional race wear to, you know, gents on bucks parties and young ladies <laughs> on hens parties and chicken suits and all sorts of things. So, <laughs> yeah. um, you know, it's a, it's, a, it's a venue for all. You'll see that on Saturday here for uh, what'll be a great race day, enjoying the sunshine. Um, and I'm not sure it's as the headline um the headlines that are being generated are deserved at the moment. There's yeah. broader and more positive things to focus on. Yeah, yeah. No, well said. Hey, Steve, love having you on. A lot to be excited about tomorrow. And as I said, March is going to be huge. It certainly does whet the appetite. Really appreciate you jumping on the line with us uh, this morning. Hopefully you're coming along, Sam. $25. Oh, only around the corner from me, Steve. And as I said, the weather is right in the sweet spot. So why wouldn't you? See you, trackside.